Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of O365A. Um, on tonight's episode, we're going to be uh, talking with fellow Canadian MVP, Serge Tremblay. Welcome, Serge. Hello. And uh, Serge does a lot of work these days with Microsoft Loop. So here to talk about Loop and to do a demo is Serge Tremblay. So uh, Serge, why don't you give a little introduction to yourself in, in Microsoft Loop? Oh, well, uh... I've been working with the Microsoft collaboration tools for over 20 years. I used to be an exchange guy. So I used to do uh, Exchange 5.0, Exchange 5.5. And then I fell into the SharePoint boat in 2001, which was the first year of SharePoint. And I've been doing SharePoint ever since. And uh, with Microsoft 365, I've been spe specializing into Microsoft Teams and uh, all the communication and collaboration tools. And uh, ever since Luke came out, it's a new way of uh, doing collaboration. So I've been playing with it a lot and I'm looking forward to see new stuff coming out uh, at early next year that we're going to talk about uh, stuff that we're going to show stuff that is already in and we're going to discuss stuff that will be coming out in the next uh, early next year, hopefully. Perfect. Fantastic. So maybe with that, let's maybe kind of break down what is Microsoft Loop. I, Loop. I know that there's some announcements at Ignite that recently happened, and there's like there's a Loop app, there's Loop workspaces, pages, components. How, how does that all fit together? Yeah, at the moment, there's only the Loop components that are available. So a Loop component is like a tool, something, a widget that you can put inside of a Teams uh, private uh, conversation only on one-on-one -on -one private conversation. You can add that component uh, in a private conversation. And once you add that component in the conversation, you'll be able to do co-edition. So if you are if you like co-edition into Word, Excel, PowerPoint, OneNote, now you will be able to co-edit, have two people working at the same time on a task list, on a table, onto a doc, sort of documentation that you can build and all within the uh, the team's conversation. And it's also available into the Outlook web. So you will be able to copy that component that you've been working on in a conversation, copy this in Outlook web and send it by email to a colleague. And then your colleague will be able to edit that loop component in Outlook you'll see the changes that he is making inside of your team's conversation, which is pretty cool. So you have one component that is shareable and that you could have multiple people working on that same shareable component. So when you do a task list, you work on a project or like a small project, or eventually when you have a meeting, into the meeting, you'll be able to add that task list that is shareable and then you will have multiple people working together you'll be able to see this at the moment it's available in chat and in outlook web but eventually it's going to come into the outlook uh outlook uh, desktop application it's going to come into word it's going to come into uh whiteboard uh you're going to have it into hopefully like integration with dynamics 365 so uh you will be able to take an opportunity in Dynamics 365, take the component and paste this into uh, into a chat. And once P 
people edit the component anywhere for the opportunity in Dynamics 365, you're going to see the changes everywhere. So one component that you can share and use and edit from multiple application, which is pretty cool for collaboration, I think. <laughs> and then how's that different? I guess how's the components can differ from like the loop app that they were showing kind of at Ignite? But the loop app is something that is coming up like uh, you can register for the preview it's not out yet and it's like an application like word excel powerpoint it's an app that you're gonna have and inside of that app you'll be able to create pages and on those pages you'll be able to add loop components but you'll also be able to add text you'll be able to add links to documents so uh it's it's sort of a OneNote on steroids, I would say. So in OneNote, you would have like section and in your sections, you would have pages. So into the Loop app, you will have pages where you'll be able to add components and add your documentation and add link to multiple Loop components inside of the same page. So you'll be able to view multiple Loop component in the same page. You can have multiple pages. You will have multiple workspaces, so you will start use the app in the app you're going to create a workspace in a workspace you're going to create pages in the pages you're going to add the loop components and you'll be able to share and co-edit on these components from the loop app but then one person could be in a loop app another person could be in outlook another person could be in word another person could be in teams and they all edit the same component the same task list or the same uh table uh, content that you're editing. So unfortunately, we can't demo the Loop app yet because it's going in preview, and we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But maybe, uh, Serge, if you want to maybe demo the Loop components to see kind of these building blocks that that make up this this app coming. Right. So I will go into my team app. In my team app here, I've got a friend called Billy Joel. So I'm going to have a chat with Billy Joel and say, Hi, Billy, how are you? And then uh, here are a few tasks I want you. And from here, I'm going to click on the bottom here from the message. There's the loop icon that you can click. And from the loop icon, start with an empty message. So let's start here and let's start adding that loop component here. And I can add a bullet list, a bulleted list, discussion topics, numbered list, paragraph tables, or task list. So let's say I want to add a task list. I just click here. It's going to create the component. And then I'm going to have your task for the Rugby World Cup 2023. So I can ask here a task called, uh, I don't know, book hotel. I can assign this. Who do I want to assign this? So I can do the at command. That's the people that are part of conversation. So I will assign this to Billy Joel. I've got a calendar component that I can select. I can set book flight and assign this to me. 
And this is the component, but you can do more. Once the component is added, if you use the slash, you can add text here and add more items and add, let's say, an image. And then you will be able to pick up an image from, if I say, World Cup, I've got rugby here, maybe. So let's pick any image for now. Let's pick that rugby ball that I had. I can add the rugby ball on top and add an image here. I can resize the image as I want. I can start typing text if I want. I can add more. Here is some text. And is and this all happening this, in real time, Serge, for the other this, person? At the moment, now I have not sent it. So okay. once I will send, you will see that it's syncing. Yeah. And once it will sync, I've got all the information here. And I will go on my other screen. And on my other screen, I will sign in as Billy Joel. And as Billy Joel, I will be able to add and edit comp content from the component and uh, work with uh, with this user and do changes and we can see the changes in real time which is pretty cool i think so you can edit you can co-edit and you can also uh, send the content so let's say i add a new task so i'm just turning around and going to the other computer now and i'm adding a new task here added but as i'll say buy tickets and I'm going to add, and you can see here that who's writing, it's Billy Joel. So Billy Joel is writing and he's assigning me the task. And I'm on the other computer with Billy Joel writing content into, and I've changed here. And you can see that Billy Joel is co-editing with me and writing at the same time as me inside of the component, which is pretty cool also. So, and the, it's real life change so i can see that billy joel is working into the file and is working with me so and what i can do too is i can copy this link here or if i go uh, since uh, with billy joel i'm in english i'm gonna connect to uh, outlook with billy joel here just a second so i will transfer here with billy joel and i will get my loop component that I can copy the, the link. And I'm going to start a new email that I want to send to, I'll send to Nick, let's say, Nicola, or I'll send to back to me, to Serge Tremblay, loop. And I'm going to copy and paste the loop component here. And by pasting the loop component, you see directly in Outlook, I've got the component here available that I can send through email. And now we can work into that email here, work onto that same task list. And if I had a task here added from Outlook, I'm still in Outlook here. So I've had added by Outlook. If I go back to my team, it should sync out. And you see here added, I made a mistake. I can fix it here. So it's the same task list that we are sharing with multiple people. So uh, that's a different way, complete different way of doing collaboration. And you can create your own uh, by using the, the slash again. 
So I can say I want to add a table. When I'm adding a table here, I can I can click here and add inside of my table. I can add different content so I can type, but I can use the at sign to assign to some people. I can insert here columns and stuff like that. So you could have different type of information that you could add directly into your table and create your own table by typing your information and deciding what type of information is added. And at the same time, it's all shared and co-editing. So we could add person. So I can add here, let's say I will add description. I will add, remove this, assign to. I will add date. And now I can type in the slash here when, where I could just put comments or add text for the description. Let's say I want to add text for the description. I can right click here, not right click, but slash, sorry. I can slash and say, I want to add a person here or just use the at. I can slash and say, I want to add a date here. And you've got different type of components you can add, which is also pretty cool. So this what can be done into the loop app. And if I go back to my email, if I go in a calendar and open up a new calendar uh, event or an, a new event in my calendar, I've got the loop component here in the Outlook web that I can add a loop component inside of my calendar. And by adding the loop component inside of my calendar, I can do the task list and stuff like that to do my meeting uh, my meeting details and so on. So we have the loop component that can be added only in the Outlook web at the moment. So if you open in the Outlook client, what you're going to see is just an hyperlink that you'll be able to click on. And when you click on the hyperlink, it's going to open a web page with your loop component. So from the Outlook desktop application, you will not be able to edit the component, but you'll be able to click on a link and it's going to open a web page to show you that component. And Serge, we were talking before the uh, before the call. We expect um, these components to be available in some of the Office desktop apps probably late this year, right? Just approximately. I yeah, the, the by the end of page. the year, Microsoft announced that the preview for uh, adding that the loop component inside of Word and inside of the 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 whiteboard. I think it's coming up. Uh, it's coming up this year, by the end of the year. Got it. This is really real-time collaboration right across the whole uh, Microsoft Office suite, isn't it? So yeah, it's one component everywhere that you can edit eventually. Right. And one of the cool thing that Microsoft has announced too is uh, I've got some government people that are working uh, that I'm working with and uh, compliance is very important and security is very important so they've already announced at the uh, at the ignite they've announced that the sensitivity sensitivity label will be able to be added to a loop component because in a background the loop component is just a file it's actually a file that is stored in the OneDrive of the person that created the component. 
So if I would go and show you my OneDrive, in my OneDrive, I would have my loop com uh, a loop component inside of my uh, Microsoft uh, shared file folder. Uh, so it's a fluid extension. So if you do a search for a fluid extension, you'll be able to find it. So, and if I come here and go to my desktop and go to, even if I go to the Office app here, to the Office homepage, from the Office homepage, you see I've added here a shortcut for loop components where I will find all my loop components. So by default, that shortcut is not there. So all you need to do from the Office 365 homepage, you could just click on a new filter, say, I want to filter by loop component, and it's going to show me all my loop components. Security on the loop components is like the security on a link inside, because it's a document, it's a file inside of your OneDrive. So you can manage the security on the component. You also have, since it's a file, if I go to my OneDrive, I go to my Microsoft Teams chat file. I've got my loop component here. I've got access to, oh, I'm in French now, but I get access to version history. It's a component, it's like a Word document. It's like an uh, Office document inside of your files. So you got version history available. You got the shareable link that is available and it's all working the same way as a file actually. So Serge, because it creates uh, like a different fluid file and we, you know, we talked about sensitivity labels. Do you know um, if we're also going to be able to apply retention labels or DLP to these type of uh, components, or is that something that maybe I think the first phase, uh, the first phase is the sensitivity label, but uh, I'm pretty sure since we can have DLP and sensitivity label, we'll be able to add like uh, uh, the the retention labels eventually. I do hope so. Like I didn't see the mention on it, but the like there's the mention for the DLP sensitivity yeah, label. Because I mean, I work with a lot of government as well, and one of the concerns there is the um, the like the ability to not have a retention policy on there, and the fact that you could have an email that's like you know whoever however old, and then once you know it, I guess maybe. Uh, the loop component updates, does it update the record of the actual email itself so that that email doesn't actually get deleted as well, right? Because it like, mm -hmm. does it refresh or something like that? So that's the one thing that uh, I think that a lot of organizations, especially the ones that I work with, um, are looking for. Yeah, you see with uh, what they've announced for the sensitivity label is you'll be able to pick what label you want to assign. And then if you try to add type of content that is not allowed with your DLP, you'll get the sign that you're not allowed to use this into the label. So my guess is eventually the uh, the uh, retention labels will be there too. I haven't tried, so uh, maybe for, for the next time that I do the session, I will try to <laughs> see if we can apply a label onto this, but the, a retention label, but I don't think it's, I didn't see any announcement on that part.
How do you guys like this? Sweet. Looks great. Yeah. I I think um Serge, we should have you should have created a request list for songs. <laughs> for our listeners, uh, Serge is quite the uh, piano player, so I I, I don't I, I'm not surprised you chose Billy Joel as a as a demo. Yeah. No, he's my demo man. <laughs> hey, what so a maybe question. next time maybe next time we'll do a presentation in front of my piano. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we've heard you play piano, uh, Serge. Very, uh, very talented. Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, just a quick question about um, the differences in the loop component components available in the web app versus the developer app. Uh, can you just talk about that? Uh, I didn't do much uh, in the developer part. Like I know that uh, Dave, Microsoft has announced that uh, you'll be able to build adaptive cards. That will you'll be able to put in the loop components inside of the adaptive cards. So oh, wow. by doing this, then you just add more collaboration to the the adaptive cards that you will have into your team. That's very so, cool. Um, and I, I guess it's possible to develop your own loop components, like if you want to do something I, cust custom. I know that, uh, like I said, I'm not a developer, so I didn't put too much time into looking at what's available for developers now, but I know that it's coming up that you'll be able to do, uh, Microsoft is really on all their application. Actually, they do, uh, they make stuff available to be able to develop your own. So I don't see why not, since you can add it to an, an adaptive card, you should right. be able to create your own eventually, yeah. But that's my thinking, so I think, uh, it should be available uh, eventually. Makes sense. Okay. So, so Serge, oh. um, what about light? Like, it wouldn't be a complete conversation if we didn't get into licensing. So, is there <laughs> any any special licensing required for this, or is it just going to be available with all the e suite? Anybody that can. It's all available with the suite as as it is now. It's available in Teams already. It's right. available in Outlook. Uh, there's one uh, new components that have been added to Outlook. It's funny, like the first uh, implementation of loop components was inside of Teams, and then it got in into Outlook Web. But in Outlook Web, we have two new components that are available in Outlook Web that are not available yet into Teams. So mm -hmm. if I take, if you give me two seconds to just restart my Outlook, and start a new email, I will share my screen. So I forgot to talk about these two, but uh, they were announced also during the Ignite. So if I create a new email and send an email to Serge here, add the subject, and from the email, I can add the loop component from Outlook Web again. Eventually, it will come to the desktop, but here I've got Q&A. So the Q&A, you can build an FAQ, FAQ, that you could create a question how to add a component. And then you could add a new questions, how to view version history on the component. When is the app coming out? 
So you can create your questions. And when you send the email, people will be able to answer and you'll see who answered for the question. Uh, so this is the, the Q&A, which is already available in Outlook. It's not available in two teams conversation and the polls are coming out too. So if you know the polls in two Microsoft Forms, it's going to use like the same similar thing where instead of adding just a QLA, Q&A or task list, polls are coming out also into Outlook and into the the, the chat also. So that's, yeah, that's super cool. Um, so you, you touched on this a little bit in terms of the, the like OneDrive is are, is all the loop data components stored in OneDrive or is there a, is there a loop substrate? And actually, it begs the question. I mean, you just showed you just showed adding a loop component to Outlook. Is some of it stored? Now in Exchange because you've embedded it in in an, in an email, for example. So no, the loop component is actually a loop to the file that is stored. It's a link to the file. So yeah. when you add, it's just like adding a link. You've probably added links to documents into Outlook, and you see yeah. the the file uh, icon and everything into Outlook. Like you think the file is stored in Outlook, but it's just a link to the file that is stored in your OneDrive. So the loop component is the exact same thing. So if I would, that that email that I would just prepared, if I would send it to Serge and Serge would open it with his, with his desktop application, he would see only the link to the file. He will not see the component opened up where we could edit. So the loop component is just a link that if, uh, to a file that is stored in a OneDrive of the person that created the loop component. Right. So I expect that so governance related discussions are all about OneDrive and maybe we'll see some of those pop in. I guess I guess if you're covering off OneDrive, it'll cover off loop components then if you're worried. Yeah, because uh, as we all know, like uh, the OneDrive is attached to the user, uh, the user account. So once the user leaves, his user account gets deleted, and by default, 30 days after his user account is deleted, his OneDrive is deleted. So if the OneDrive is deleted and all my loop components are in my OneDrive, everything that I've shared with my team will disappear. So for now, where I see it and where I tell my, uh, my users how to use it, I said, this is a temporary tool. This is a tool to share, to build a quick list and have people editing and adding to that list. And then you can extract this and paste it into a real document. Right. So you use it for collaboration, for creation. You don't use it for storage, just like anything in your OneDrive, which should be temporary or personal content that you will have in there. Yeah, that, that's a good tip for our, our user community for sure. Thank yeah. you. And if we go into the OneDrive here, let me get to my user and into the OneDrive, you see I've got the loop file here. So if I click on that loop file, all it is is a page that opens up with my content. So I could open it up here and then add more text and then add a new line and tap type here and add a person and select the person and so on. I could add directly into the page.
because my loop component is inside of it opens up into a page. So this is basically a portion that we're going to see into the loop app eventually. So it's just a shortcut when we add to the email. It's just a uh, a shortcut or an hyperlink that will bring you to the loop component. But since it's a fluid component, it makes it editable by multiple people at the same time and different tools. So, Sarah, that's, I mean, this is a good segue for my question. My, I guess, my final question is the, you know, with some of the other, I guess, applications or web apps that Microsoft has come out with, like, you know, like To Do and uh, Power Automate, they've done it all in the web initially, and then they've implemented a desktop version. Is there uh, going to be a Loop desktop app uh, at some point, or? Well, the app is not. I think it's going to be a web page, but I, I'm not sure uh, since I don't have access to the preview, is it going to be a desktop app or is this going to be a web page that is going to be called the Loop app? This is uh, to to be told or, or to be seen eventually. There, so there that, might be, because I, I could see on a mobile, like maybe you, you will need to install an app. So the Loop app on your mobile uh, would make sense, I would think. Yeah, that sounds good. And then the um, the preview is that like, can anybody sign up for that? Is it like a public preview or is it a private private preview? I think it's a private preview for now, but I'm not sure. So uh, you better better check uh, on on the web for this one. Uh, so I'm really not sure of what's going on. So if you want to have a preview, I think it's a public because you can go, anyone could go to HTTP uh, slash slash loop.microsoft.com and get access. So I will show you if we have a few more seconds. I've got a short video where you can see the loop app in action, actually. So you can see that they're creating inside of a page they're creating content and adding all the information. They can create new links inside of the Loop app. So you could have like workspaces and uh, like uh, like kind of sections inside of a, of a OneNote uh, notebook. You could add pages and inside of the pages, you'll be able to add content and add more information. And this is the link on the top, loop.microsoft.com, where you can go and uh, sign in for the for the preview if you want to preview the app. Fantastic. Well, Serge, great information. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks for being a good fellow Canadian and wearing your, uh, your jersey. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I was right. happy to be here. Oh, thanks for uh, loop looping us in. <laughs> Next time I'll bring some loop drinks. <laughs> All right, sounds good. <laughs> thanks, Serge. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.